Hello people, this is Revex and welcome to the first episodes of Science vs. Introverts. Today's guest is Ram, a science freak. Hello people. He plays guitar and he studies science but he gets straight F's. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to today's topic, it's lights and colors. Okay, so Ram, what comes in your mind when you hear the word light? Uh, lights, I think it's a thing that makes everything else visible to my eyes. Uh, so that's the basic thinking of humans. <laughs> and what about color? Um... Well, it's like a characteristic of uh, an object to appear in a certain way. I, I think it's it has something to do with the spectral distribution of wavelengths, is it? Yeah, and that makes it appear seven colors. Oh, the colors that only make sense to, to human eyes, right? Yeah, but uh, human brain, I would say. Oh, sorry, the human brain, correct. <laughs> now, we're strictly talking about science here. <laughs> so just being more precise. A light is just something that goes up to your brain. Uh, they are of certain wavelengths that corresponds to a certain color that a human brain recognizes. Yeah, exactly. I know the universe is either dark or, dark or light. Uh, either it's visible or invisible. Or, or we can say, where there is no light, it's dark. Yeah, yeah. there is only a certain band of wavelengths that we can see. Yeah, yeah that's 700 that. to 400 nanometers, the wavelength size that we can see. Huh. Oh yeah, that's the visible right lights. Yeah, I just want to clear to people, we are talking with respect to humans. Else, <laughs> people would be like, "Hey, nuts, we know there are more than that." Of course, I mean, there's there are more, but which our human brain is not capable of processing the information. Yes, we can process, but we can definitely feel them or capture them by high technology equipments. Infrared that our television sets have. Yeah, also radio waves that our navigation systems have. X-rays used to examine human bodies. Oh, UV waves for killing bacteria and viruses. Oh yes, most widely used in the current COVID scenario. <laughs> By the way, do you have that machine though? Yes, I do. Even I do. It's easy, man. Like rather than spraying <laughs> sanitizers on things, we can we, we just have to put things in that UV box and boom, it's done. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so, so moving back to the topic, <laughs> what do you think the color of the sun is? Uh, let me think. Uh, it's sometimes yellow, sometimes red. I don't know. Depends, I guess. Uh, Isn't it? Sorry to prove you wrong, man, but I agree that I agree to you that it appears yellow and red, but it does so because your brain wants you to. Remember how brain processes the waves? So, so, so let me ask you, um, how many colors do you see when the light wave from the sun breaks down? Um, seven? Uh, yeah, and they are? Uh, violet, indigo, blue, green, yellow, orange and red. And mixing all of those gives you? White. Exactly. Damn, I thought it's yellow and red. I always used to think the sun was yellow. From your point, you're not wrong because we believe what we see, right? So now the question arises, why does it appear yellow and red? Why? So we'll talk with respect to three colors, which are human eye receptors of. Those are in the decreasing order of their frequencies. Blue, then green, and then red. Where blue is with the highest frequency, green is with low, and red is with the lowest frequency. Uh, well then, where's where are the other colors? Like, where do they lie in the spectrum of you know like the other lights. colors i know the question arises like uh, blue green and red so the other colors lie mm -hmm. just between blue green and red the rgb by mixing all these three colors you'll get the missing colors oh yep yep yeah, yeah yep you do okay actually it's uh, easy to imagine three colors rather than imagining seven colors at a time that would be quite hectic so so imagine light is coming from the sun is it white yes it's white it enters the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, I forgot to mention. Higher the frequency, higher the scattering, as we all know. Uh, where were we? Uh, light entering the Earth's atmosphere? 
Oh yeah, thanks. So uh, the light enters. Which color has the highest frequency? Uh, blue. Correct, blue. Uh, it scatters all around the atmosphere by collapsing with the particles in the air. Mm -hmm. Then the green has the lowest frequency, as I said. So some amount of green scatters in the sky too. Huh. And what color do you get combining blue and green? Cyan is a cyan color. Exactly. So audience, cyan is nothing but light blue, which is the sky. And here on the surface, the red light with the lowest frequency penetrates till us with some amount of green too. And then what would happen? Hmm, red and green combines, what What would happen? Yeah, it, it combines actually and that gives you, red, green and red light combination would give you what color? I mean, I was never, I'm never really a student of arts, but I think it's yellow, is it? Isn't it? Exactly, yeah, yellow. And therefore, some color is yellow. Damn, yellow, it never... Uh, and do you know what happens, and do you know what happens during the sunset? Uh, can I try? Yeah, go for it. So during sunset, there's more particles between us and the sun, yeah? Mm. And because sun is adjacent to us, um, the blue light already gets scattered. Even the most of the green color gets scattered before reaching to us. And as far as the red color is concerned, it penetrates more and reaches to us. Hence, I guess sun would look red. Isn't... Wait, am I correct? You nailed it, bro. Damn. Yeah, I do know some size. <laughs> Damn, this is fascinating stuff. Tell me more. It is. Wanna see how more fascinating it gets? Yeah, sure. Go for it. I'm all, I'm all ears. Okay, so for this, by the way, this is my favorite part. Uh, point out at any object. Uh, what object? Okay, any object? Uh, let me think. Any object that's just next to you, bro. Oh, to my right? Uh, it's a watermelon. Yeah, I, I have a watermelon. Okay, watermelon. Wait a second. <laughs> watermelon in winters, huh? Oh, the, it's not a real watermelon. It's uh, it's uh, it's made out of clay. Uh, my younger cousin made it. He's a little <laughs> kid. Don't mind him. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, point out at some characteristic of a watermelon. Uh, well, it's green in color. Okay, that's okay. So thing. that's just what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So, what if I told you that it's not green? Uh, what? How can it not be green? I, it's green, isn't it? What if I proved you wrong? You can't prove me wrong. There is no proving me wrong. A watermelon is a green thing. Like, what if I proved you wrong? Okay, go ahead. I'm all, I'm all ears. Okay, so you want to take a deep dive into it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So, the watermelon appears green to us because it's not green at all. <laughs> How does that make any sense, dude? This is so confusing. I'll explain it to you in a simple way. Huh. So, when you feed watermelon with seven colors, mm -hmm. that's the white light, uh, it rejects green and accepts all the remaining of the colors from the spectrum. Oh! So, scientifically, there is no green molecules on the surface of the watermelon. This happens because it absorbs all other colors, accepts green. So, the working of this is like, light falls on the watermelon. Oh, and it absorbs it! Exactly, it absorbs all the other colors like violet, indigo, blue, orange and red and doesn't absorb this green light. Therefore, the green has been reflected from the surface of the watermelon and your eyes capture it and hence watermelon looks green to you. <sighs> Jesus. Okay, so I'm asking you a question on this. This would be fun. Audience uh -huh. may participate too. Um, what if we took a light tube, a tube light, basic tube light, which has no green color in its spectrum. We fitted it in a room and now we keep that watermelon in that room. What color would the watermelon be? Uh, a lighter shade of green. Uh, bro, I said the light doesn't has green color in it at all. Uh-huh. I don't know about that. 
Okay, it would be black, complete black. The watermelon would look you full black. Bro, it's not sending the green back to your eyes because the tubelet simply doesn't have green molecules. It would absorb all other oh. colors. So no light would be reflected. Oh. And as as in the start start of the episode, I told you where there is no light, there's dark. Yeah, there's dark. Yeah, it has to be. Yes, but in terms of light. In terms of light, correct. Then how does a mirror work? We can see all colors coming coming out of it and going in also. Yes, but um, in the mirror we can see all colors because it reflects all of the light, all of the colors. Light bounces off the mirror and show you the same image of the scenario which is just right in front of it. By the way, do you know that you get hallucination if you stare at the mirror in the dark? Um, no. Is that paranormal? Uh, sort of. Oh, bro, that's not my thing. <laughs> bro, that's not my thing either. <laughs> Damn people know that now. It's a sh- it's it's such a shame to be talking about that. You know, paranormal. No one really, you know, believes in that sort of thing anymore. Yeah, but still. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, well, what what was the hallucination thing you said earlier? It's a strange illusion that you see when you stare at your reflection in a mirror. How it works is, sit in a darkened room and make sure that the room is as dark as possible. About one meter away from the mirror. <laughs> That's gonna scare the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sit one meter away from a mirror and stare at your face about 10 minutes. Uh, you will start to see some distortions on your face. Like the light appears to be glitchy? Yeah, glitchy, sort of. You can say it's glitchy. And uh, after a while, it, it, it would look like a wax face. Oh, that's that's strange. That's sort of strange. Still, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give it a try again. <laughs> but what do you know? I, I did it once. What? Okay, so, I mean, I would love to hear what happened. What would you do? Tell me the whole story. Don't just leave me. <laughs> okay, so, it, it was a cold night. I was at my place. And there were relatives for a night stay. I was in my room and I had this thing in my mind since years. Uh, I thought that there mm-hmm. are some, there are more than five people in my house and also I'm alone in my room. So uh-huh. let's... do this dance. <laughs> yeah. So I sat in front of the mirror and after a while I just got flashbacks of the movie, The Mirror. Uh, the paranormal mirror movie, the ghost one? Exactly. So I shut bricks and I straight away got up. Yeah, you okay. had to do that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so bro, how, uh, how, how long did this stunt last? How long did it take? <laughs> for I survived yeah. for a minute, bro. I survived for a minute. Ah, that's great. That's such a that's such a brave. But thing at to least do. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> also, audience, you can give this thing a try once and let me know how you felt. Yeah, hey, I will try this after shoot too. I guess. Would you be down for that? <laughs> <laughs> let me know your experience too. Okay, so now getting back to the topic. Okay, well, come going back to the illusion thing. Why does the face look like wax in the first place? I won't disclose the science behind it, else it would destroy the fun. <laughs> True. So, so let the audience try. I'll reveal this trick in the future episodes. Now, audience, you guys have to stay tuned until you get the trick behind it. Uh, what am I kidding? That's fun. Just a just a question, bro. Why things appear black and white at night, even if the mirror reflects all the colors? Well, it does. It does. Yeah, like it's our fault that we can't process the color. How is eye. how is it my fault? <laughs> <laughs> As you know, like there are two light receptors in the eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, the yeah, I, I think I read about that. The rods and the cones, correct? Yeah. The cones work good in high intensity of light and rods work good in low intensity. That's the dim light. So when it's dark, cone loses the ability to respond to light. Not completely, but with respect to how dark it gets. 
more the dark, more the weaker cones get. But on the other hand, rods continue oh. to respond to light. Hence, things look shades of black and white and grey in dark. <laughs> this phenomenon is just not seen in mirror, but also outside the mirror too. Oh, just like the ghost movies you told me about. <laughs> <laughs> I know ghosts, paranormal activities are bull and scientifically doesn't exist, but still my brain can't handle those creepy faces. So you're afraid of the ghosts now, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, but but if audience you reach out to me through any of my social media handles and said make a podcast on ghosts and paranormal activities then definitely i will what's a podcast on ghosts and paranormal how is that possible you serious i'm serious what uh, what well, what is it what is it that we will be talking about in such a podcast so just science bro like we will decode the science of ghosts how they came into existence as per our ancestors and decode some of the big historical paranormal activities Wow, that's uh, yeah. That 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 does seem like a topic we could talk about in the future, correct? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, <laughs> really moving back to the topic, do you know black lights? Um. Yep. Uh, those purple lamps. Yeah, things glow in that light. So uh, this light consists of some part of the visible light that is like purple and some amount of ultraviolet waves too. So the light is made up of higher frequency side of the magnetic wave chart. Is that yeah, so? correct, correct. Huh. Oh yes, if you are getting confused, then Google electromagnetic wave chart. It would help you, if you imagine. Yeah, I, I'm sure as hell going to Google that term. But wait a second, ultraviolet light doesn't fall into the into the spectrum of visible light, correct? Then how can yeah. we even see it? We directly can't see it, but here the light falls on an object. And if the object has phosphorus in it, then it glows fluorescent. Huh, could you give me one more example of that? Okay, so uh, it's used in biological scenes, like biological scenes like urine, blood, saliva, they glow in black light. You must have seen it in hotels, have you? No, I did not go to hotels a lot, and even if I did go to hotels, I wouldn't be looking at toilets. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next time when you visit a five-star hotel, just check, there must be a button of black light lamp somewhere. Once it's on, the, to- <laughs> the, the toilet would appear to be purple, of course. But the toilet seat will glow blue wherever the last person has peed. So you can clean it out before using it. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. I, I would definitely clean that out. I would, uh, yeah, that's the first thing I would be doing is to clean the urine out of the toilet seats. It's also used by the crime investigators. They use it to find uh, invisible dried blood and saliva on the crime location. That's a, yeah, that seems to be a really good application for black lights. Yeah, not True. only biological, but other things like plastic, minerals, vitamins, they all glow. Uh, but, but why do they glow? Like, I already mentioned this, like, they glow because they have phosphorus in it. It's the key element that makes things glow. Oh, yeah, yeah, the phosphorus you mentioned earlier. Sorry, my bad. Even you have seen it in the pen, which we used to play in our childhood. We used to write with it and words were invisible, but after touching the place where we wrote, the letter used to get visible. Oh, the invisible pen. I used to do that. I used to use that pen a lot uh, back in my school days, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 uh, we used to say invisible pen to it. Like, uh, it used to have black lamps behind the pen, but the pen doesn't last at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, it never really lasted. The pen would last me for, I don't know, one exam. If you get the reference to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that pen, that pen used to work max to max for a week, and it was too costly. It was too damn costly. Yeah, man, those pay. Yeah, those things cost a shit ton of money. Anyways, but really, I'm not getting this topic though. Like, firstly, we cannot see the UV light, right? Yeah. Still, we can see the fluorescent lights. I mean, I must. I mean, I'm I'm not the only one here that's confused, correct? 
Yeah, the audience must be confused too. So, you want me to get into the technical level, ah? Huh? Sure, yeah, man. As long as you know, I don't get it. I'm gonna pursue you until you know you don't clear a point. Because I'm really looking to see how you're gonna tell me the color of the watermelon is green. I'm really, you know. Okay, okay so I'll tell you on the technical level. Uh, so you know that an atom has a nucleus in its center. and electrons mm-hmm. revolving around the nucleus yeah, in their yeah, yeah. orbits uh, just like the sun bin the nucleus and mm-hmm. planets bin electrons revolving around the sun true uv is the highest frequency radiation right correct so when it passes through an object containing phosphorus the uv light particles that is photons they give energy to the electrons of the object and as you know electrons move to the higher orbit as they get energy So yeah the electrons get energy from the ultraviolet light oh. and it gets excited the electrons get excited and oh. they jump to the higher orbit and really? after some times it falls back to the original orbit by losing some of its energy in oh. terms of heat and this heat is low frequency hence mm-hmm. it falls in the visible spectrum which we can see and hence we can see it Damn that just blew my mind wow that's such a I didn't know that cool So the next time when someone ask you can you see UV light you got to say yes <laughs> yeah, I guess the audience gets it too now, huh? Yeah, they should. Now you as well as the audience got it, I guess. Yeah, I got it. I I think I get it now. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so, now on that note, thank you audience for tuning and I hope you learned a lot of things today and love this small science tour on lights and colors. If there is anything that you guys didn't got, feel free to get in touch. You can even suggest us future topics through our social media handles. You can just find me. My name is Ravix. You can even Google that and you'll get all of my social media links through which you can get into touch with me because this science geek is also a music producer <laughs> now thanking our guest of the night ram thank you so much for coming man yeah thanks so much for having me it's been such a mind blowing uh episode or information piece of information i got in a long while always man thanks man always always so this is your host revex thanks for listening till then stay tuned peace out bye